Welcome to the Let's Talk South Coast podcast. I'm your host, Nella Pang, and we'll be showcasing the South Coast region as a thriving economy for businesses to locate to. So today I welcome an old mentor from BNP Paribas Real Estate, an experienced chartered surveyor with over 20 years experience, currently working in the group's estates team dealing with asset management for Kinetics Estates across the UK and Europe. Before joining Kinetics, Philip was a partner at Vale Williams, acting for a wide range of clients from a major pension funds, asset managers, occupiers and private investors. As a result, has an excellent technical knowledge and has a track record of providing solutions to complicated real estate matters that need strategic advice. He has spent majority of his career in the central southern region, and it's a pleasure to be recording this episode at one of Kinetic's newest developments, Portsdown Technology Park in Portsmouth. So thank you, Philip, for inviting me. That's a pleasure, Nella. Thank you for calling me your mentor. I never thought that was the case at the time. I didn't think you ever needed one, but uh, that was very kind words. I learned a lot from you, actually. So, yeah, mainly my compliance. Oh, crikey. <laughs> wasn't that bad, was I? No, but doing things in a very methodical way. Ah, okay. Okay, that's the way to do it. It's a good thing. How would you typically introduce yourself? My official role is, is a senior state surveyor, but, I would, but, but in the corporate world, which I work in now, that's probably not really recognised or understood what I do. So it is more of a corporate property asset manager. And really my role is to, and what I, how I introduce myself as someone that is working within a major corporate looking to drive value and income through, through, the, uh, through a property strategy on behalf of, of, of the vacant, vacant elements of our property estate, which provides a regular monthly quarterly income, which keeps the business and the lights on through a business. I know. So there's so many titles out there. There's so many people that I'm connected on LinkedIn, for example, and it says I'm a charter surveyor. And maybe percent of like half of the percent probably think I count bricks, which actually we don't do that at all. So tell us one thing about yourself that would surprise our audience. I'll try and surprise you. I do, I do lead a very simple life, but, um, and I did ponder this question when, you, when, when we were talking about it earlier. And I thought of various things that people might surprise me, but I decided to talk to you about some of the travelling I did when I was younger. So when I was 16, I spent some time in the West Indies in St Vincent, spending time with, with, with some, of the, and, uh, some of the families and, and the, uh, the Afro-Caribbean subculture there. And the culture, and then I, I spent some time learning to surf in Australia on Surfers Paradise, which was really interesting. And then I spent some time travelling around Europe in a camper van many years ago. So I haven't done that for some time yet because things got in the way. But there were some really interesting and fun times when I was younger. Yeah, some great memories that I'm an avid uh, traveller, as you know, and being able to experience new cultures, I think you can take different perspective and implement that into your everyday life as well as your business life, right? Wow, yeah, no, so that's really interesting. I didn't know that you surfed, actually. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see you down at at Bournemouth uh, surfing those waves. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's crack on. So from my research, it seems that Kinetic was announced as the most admired aerospace and defence company in the UK in 2021. What an amazing achievement. So can you just tell me a little bit more about the business? Okay, well, core function is to provide uh, testing simulation services in the defence industry, although it is looking at a very diverse other areas of the industry. So and it's now, so its key function is, is working with the MOD, which is its major customer, 
um, in the UK, plus working with the American army, American forces in the US, as well as across the world. And really it is part of the testing simulation of new technology. So it's not creation and manufacturing, but it's testing new technology. And it works within the space function, cybersecurity. It is now looking into EV technology within in the defense industry, which is starting to get really interesting. But in terms of the genesis of and the creation of Kinetic was that, it, that Kinetic was born in 2002 when the MOD made the testing simulation element of the MOD privatized and, it, and Kinetic was created. And Kinetic was gifted of the huge portfolio of estates that the MOD owned where they did these testing facilities. So, for example, in Dorset, there's a proving ground for tanks on the Heathland, which we've just been dealing with this year. There's firing ranges in South Wales. And then there's the massive technology park, which is 1.1 million square feet and 400 acres at Cody Technology Park in Farnborough. So it is a range of diverse building facilities, a lot of old buildings, a lot of specialist facilities that over the last 20 or so years have been sold, have been redeveloped or have been repurposed. Yeah, what incredible um, portfolio of assets that you have to manage, right? Yes, thankfully it's become very much more simplified over the last few years by way of, uh, for example, my first day at Kinetic was, was the handover of a, a 1940s centrifuge building, so it's, which is where it tested G-force in planes, which was a fascinating building. And there, the legacy of these end-of-life buildings were slowly sold off, and now we're pleased to have a really good portfolio of property that is now uh, drives value and has value, which which obviously is a contribution to the asset value of the business. Yeah, what an incredible um, organisation to be part of, to actually see how they're developing this new technology. It's incredible. So Kinetics has a number of UK locations, and you've obviously mentioned um, a few there. And I'm pleased quite a few of those assets are also on the South Coast, which is obviously a key area for this podcast. So can you obviously you've mentioned about the history with obviously the MOD connection, but do you know why Kinetics have chosen to still be a part of the South Coast and what's the history there? It's a lot of it is legacy and proximity to customers. So for example, where we're sat, Portsdown Technology Park, overlooking the South Downs to the north and Portsmouth to the south. Obviously you have the naval port of Portsmouth, and that is a major supply a customer, which is the Royal Navy, is based in Portsmouth. And the reason why we're here is because where is that used to be a naval facility and we have Royal Navy as neighbours and we have BAE Systems as one of our tenants. So it wasn't necessarily a strategic move for Kinetic to come to Portsmouth. The Kinetic became, bought the site or took on the site that was already in Portsmouth. And because they, because the customers are still here, that as long as the Navy is in Portsmouth, Kinetic will be in Portsmouth. <laughs> Likewise, in one of our facilities in Dorset, it's very close, which is again, a Naval facility, uh, advises the Navy. It's because their biggest customer is in, in Portland. Cody is because it was obviously an extension of what is now a private airport, which isn't historically, it was MOD facility, which is where Concorde was built and where they, where they had their main DERA testing facility over the last 40 or 50 years. Yeah. That's incredible. So yeah, the benefits of being down by the coast, right? The Navy uh, typically are based there. Yeah, it's handy to be close to the coast of the Navy. Yeah. So you're part of the estates team, as we've established. So which obviously looks after Kinetic's assets. You obviously are an occupier. So can you just tell me a little bit more about the property strategy? Yes. Well, we have several strategies, which really depends on the, the specific site. So, for example, at Portsdown Technology Park, we have recently completed the build of a brand new 
uh, facility called the NMSC, the Naval Maritime System Centre, which is really the centre of excellence for testing and uh, simulation of naval communication and defence facilities. Adjoining that is the ICH, the Innovation Collaboration Hub, where we are leasing office space to businesses and small medium enterprises in the defence industry. So our strategy there is to find businesses to come to Portsdown that can create business opportunities, reciprocal business opportunities, to allow Kinetic, the, our new tenants, to collaborate together to create more business opportunities, new, new angles, new technology and new ideas. So that's our strategy there, and we're ongoing a very successful marketing campaign. We've already identified two really good SMEs, and we're looking for more and more here where who really want to be here to fight to really lever off the opportunities that Kinetic has and our other tenants. In Cody, um, which is another strategy, we are looking at development land, where we have 60 acres of land, which we're considering what the future is for that as well as leasing off surplus space in order to create a better quality business community and tenant community, again, for the similar reasons, and really making sure that we can find value and income from our surplus assets. The overall strategy is that we need to make sure that we are commercializing and rationalizing our assets where we can to ensure that the business is successful, it is, is lean and mean, and quality of the facilities that we have are at a high standard to attract new tenants to create growth and, and opportunity and business opportunity. Yeah, amazing. Well, I've just had the pleasure of walking around the new Portsdown Technology Park and it's been incredible inside. The views are incredible over the South Downs and then to the South obviously the Spinnaker Tower and driving in it was it was actually a really magical drive nice to get off the motorway and go the rural back routes thank you for inviting me here but in regards to obviously the new build it is a fantastic development the architecture is beautiful can you talk to me about the sustainability aspect and what's driving the design I guess the building has been completed to a bream very good racing and we are maintaining that, that level of sustainability from a design point of view. We have a very, very focused ESG and sustainability agenda within Kinetic and uh, we have a dedicated energy team who is striving to ensure that the business is complying to the, to the policies that, was laid, that were laid out right at the outset. And, and we always wonder about making sure that our tenants are complying with the same sustainability agenda and and we're looking at how obviously we can ensure our tenants are complying because there's no point in us complying and our tenants not complying we have to be working in this together but actually what's happening is a lot of our tenants are coming to us saying tell me about your agenda tell me about sustainability agenda what are you doing about it which is very refreshing and it means that we can we demonstrate that there's a real opportunity to work together to improve our, our, our carbon our um, carbon zero strategy yeah, and I guess that a lot of your tenants are designing or developing initiatives for the greater good. So again, that corporate social responsibility agenda should feature quite high in terms of their company values. So how important is it for landlords and investors actually to pay attention to that? Oh, it's becoming increasingly important, Nella. The business has got to improve its agenda. It is seen as technology business. It's seen as being at the cutting edge. It's seen as a company that should be leading the way in anything that's emerging. And it is essential that any business in the technology sector you know, see, puts, puts the sustainability in the, you know, and, and, and the carbon zero agenda right at the top of its list. And many tenants will want to see it. And over the years that I've been doing lettings and acquisitions for clients, you know, 25 years ago, the first question was, 
I want somewhere where my managing direct where my managing director lives. Now it's what is your what is your ESG agenda? What is your carbon neutral agenda? Tell me more. What is your EPC? How much is it going to cost to run this building? Life has changed significantly and it's great to see. Absolutely. I think the pandemic has really highlighted this again, the health and well-being and how they're trying to retain talent, right? So they're using their real estate to actually attract and retain employees. And I think landlords have got to actually work in partnership with occupiers that are coming forward because ultimately, if they can't attract an occupier because they can't get the right talent, then they will go to a location somewhere else in the UK where they can actually find a building that can achieve those requirements, right? Yeah, absolutely. What we've learned over the last few years is that we cannot just get away with a sterile facility that we expect people to go to without any form of attraction. The amenities and the quality of the facility and the, and the wellness of the facility has got this right up there on the agenda now. Mm-hmm. And that has, again, is a step change compared to where we were perhaps five, even ten years, perhaps 10 years ago. Yeah. So just let's touch on Cody, because that's a huge establishment. What's the tenant mixer? Is that aerospace and defence again? or We have actually quite a diverse range of tenants at Cody. So it ranges from a very non-secure defence operators. So, for example, we have payroll accountants working with us. But we do have uh, a number of uh, supply chain to MOD and, and Kinetic who move there because of the secure nature of the site. Many will operate under a, a certain accreditations that's uh, expected of them if they to work for the MOD, and it's easier to get that accreditation on a site such as Cody or PTP, uh, Portstown Technology Park. We have 40, 48% of our, of our floor space is now leased to tenants, and so it is broadly 50-50 now. Wow, yeah. So in terms of the pandemic then, just touching upon that, has your strategy changed because of the pandemic and what are you doing for the assets that you're managing? The pandemic has been an amazing situation that has ensured that we stop, think, take a breath and understand how we are going to market our space. And Again, it goes back to my point that we have to create an environment that will attract people to work there, not not work from home. And so we're in a state of flux at the moment as tenants who have got who are mid-lease are starting to consider, do they want to renew their lease? Do they want to downsize? Do they want to recreate what they have in the same space? So we're really in consultation with our tenants to ensure that we understand their needs and requirements. The majority of where, where we are going is looking at the at more the serviced, flexible terms. And one of the objectives I have is to really is look at how we can create a serviced office environment for the technology, defence and even life sciences sector within Cody, working with an operator or without an operator to ensure that we can attract the smaller SMEs who just need a base. They want the amenity. They want the business community. They want the environment to live with and to attract their staff but don't necessarily need a huge office and, and, and flexible terms. And what my objective would be is to create a, you know, a, an ecosystem of occupiers who start small, grow, go large, and then out of that large business create another small startup and we can create the circle again. And if we can create our own set of occupiers, and the objective there is to ensure that no tenant has a reason to say, no, I don't want to be at Cody anymore. So the next strategy is customer service yeah. and making sure we can provide an excellent customer service to our tenants to ensure that they, can, they are happy and don't walk away. Yeah. 
No, absolutely. I'm, it's so refreshing to speak to you as a landlord and hear that you actually are considering partnering with service office providers, operators, because I think the pandemic has really shifted that you can't just let an office anymore. It's very much about letting space as a service. Kayla Parker, who has an incredible podcast called Work Bold, is a massive advocate of this and definitely one that you should uh, reach out um, to speak to. So yeah, that whole collaboration piece and creating that ecosystem is going to be really important for the future of real estate. So yeah, fantastic that you're ahead of that game. Just moving on in terms of the South Coast is not wedded to one industry. The defence and the aerospace is phenomenal on the South Coast. We've got occupiers such as Lockheed Martin, G Aviation, Britain Norman, you mentioned BAE Systems and Airbus, just to name a few. But they are making a total annual turnover of 35 billion collectively. I didn't realise it was that much. Yeah, it's huge. So what do you think makes the South Coast so unique? Well, I, I think that it's the history, like Kinetic. So there's the space that time has meant that there's various iterations of the same business have grown and we've ended up with the Airbuses, the BA systems, the Lockheed, the, the Kinetics of this world staying on the South Coast. But also, why move? Look at where we're sitting then. I mean, we have amazing communications to and from Europe as well as the rest of the country. And also in terms of the talent pool, you know, we have got three cities close by. We have got some excellent universities so, you know, there is the perfect recipe for a strong, vibrant businesses living on the South Coast. Yeah. So I think it's a mixture of iterations and growth of business right from the outset when it was all mainly government and MOD and also the quality of the location and the talent pool that we have in the area and the region. I couldn't have put it better myself. Uh, so thank you for that summary. <laughs> so now this is my favourite part. This is the Nelapang quickfire question section. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd like you to answer as fast as you can. All right. Your mother's maiden name, your first pet and your day of birth. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought we wanted to log on to someone's some someone to my bank account just then, sorry. Um yeah, okay, so let's get serious. Who are the movers and shakers of our region? Is there an individual association or network that you would recommend for people to stay informed? Wow, that's an interesting one. I think that what we the movers and shakers in this region, we look we've got to look at the quality of the developers that are going that are happening and the quality of the developments that these people are doing. And I think one of the, I'm really interested to see how Kingsbridge are getting on with some of their schemes. So obviously they've just finished Concord Park in Seddensworth. They're working on a scheme. And, you know, and looking at the quality of the, the lettings and the quality of the build and the, the investment values created, it's certainly a, a model to look at. In terms of market data, I watch with great interest how Real Estate are growing as an organisation. I think that... Uh, They've got some really good people there. I think Stuart has done really well in identifying some really good talent to join. And obviously, they're, they're all coming from our former employer, BNP Paribas. So um, no bias there, but, you know, <laughs> but, but it's really great to see how that business is growing and a growing practice rather than traditional practices that have been there for years and how they're taking that market share as well. And in terms of organisations, you know, it's the Southampton Property Association is, is really good in terms of that communication and CPD. But I have to mention the Paulson Property Association, which I'm a committee member, and I'll probably get lynched if I didn't mention them because of the quality of what they're trying to achieve as well in terms of CPD on the South Coast yeah. and, and, in a, and a growing membership as well. Absolutely, yeah. I've been to a few of the Portsmouth um, Association events and they are very insightful. So yeah, do um, sign up to become a member. So you obviously live in Portsmouth. So what is the best thing 
that you would say that living in Portsmouth is? Yeah, well, I, I, I alluded to it earlier on. One of my favourite times in the summer is to be down on the beach when it's quiet with nothing going on and just contemplating life and the universe. And also the fact that we're in a really vibrant business community as well, as well as the tourism. And I think that it is a, it's a great place to live. And my son has grown up in, in, in South Sydney. He's had an amazing time here with his cricket and tennis and being, you know, down by the seaside. Yeah. So um, there's a lot of reasons to be here. Yeah, we do live a wonderful life, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so my last question of the quick fire questions. What is your favourite mantra that you live by? I thought about this one and the first thing that popped into my brain was one, but I have a second one if I can remember it. The first one is proper preparation events, poor performance. And I, I had that in my brain from almost day one. And, and, and I know where I fail, where I don't prepare properly. And I know where I succeed, where I do. And so I always make sure that for anything, fit, quick, efficient, prepared for the job. And you know when you're not prepared for a meeting. Oh, absolutely. You know when you're not prepared to have a podcast and ask questions and you haven't <laughs> prepared for them. Yeah, you know, no. And, yeah. and I think that that, for me, is probably the most important thing. The second one is a bit, not necessarily a mantra, but something I, I read and I, I loved it, which was the act of helping someone is kindness, expecting something in return is business. Where, you know, it's, it's making sure, you know, let's help, but let's not expect something in return. You know, yeah. it is not a business. This is not, it's not reciprocal. It is the act of kindness. And that's, yeah. that's something else I reverberated in my mind when I read that. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree with you more. Obviously, we touched upon me setting up Amigo RE and my social mission. And it's about that next generation. And that necessarily isn't about making money, but it's giving back to, giving back to the community, isn't it? and actually bring forward future talent, which I'm very passionate about. And I know you are being mm. a governor. So yeah, so that concludes today's episode. So how can listeners get in touch with you? LinkedIn, email? Yeah, look me up on LinkedIn. I'm always pleased to have a LinkedIn chat with people who are interested in what we do and about what's going on here at the uh, Portsmouth Technology Park and just any opportunities and just any general chats. Always up for it, always ready to read people's posts. So please get in touch. So if you're a listener that is specialising in the defence or aerospace industry and are an SME business, then also do contact Philip Holmes because it's a fantastic facility where you can collaborate with the up and coming of the, the defense industry. So this show will be airing every Wednesday to bring you the movers and shakers of our region, highlighting the opportunities available on the South Coast. So if you've enjoyed our show, do subscribe so that we can continue to bring key insight of why the South Coast is the place to invest and give us a five star. So I've been your host today, Nella Pang, and thank you for listening to the Let's Talk South Coast podcast. Thank you, Philip. Thank you, Nella. Nice to see you. This show will be airing every Wednesday, showcasing the opportunities available in our region. If you enjoyed our show, do join us on this mission to create a better work-life balance on the South Coast and subscribe to the show. If you want to understand more on investing in commercial real estate on the South Coast, then drop me an email, nella at omega-re.co.uk. I've been your host today, Nella Pang, and thank you for listening to the Let's Talk South Coast podcast. Making high quality podcasts like this takes a lot of work. That's a fact. But not when you hire Copus. 
With our white glove experience, we handle everything for you, from guest outreach all the way through publishing and promotion. We handle it all. You show up to hold great interviews like these and build relationships with your guests. We take care of everything else. Podcasting is not just about the audience. Every podcast interview is the start of a brand new relationship. With a weekly podcast, you would build relationships with 52 ideal partners or prospects through podcast interviews over the next 12 months. Do you believe 52 new relationships could grow your business? We do. Why not contact me today, jason at copus.com, J-A-S-O-N at K-O-P-U-S dot com. And let's talk.